Oh, that's right. Welcome to today's show. Today is Tuesday, December 4th, 2018. We're going to jump right in it today. We're going to talk about sports. The Kansas City Chiefs re-signed Car Kendrick West. They released him uh, earlier this year during camp. The Jets picked him up, and then they re- the Jets let him go before the season even started. I think it's a good move by the Kansas City, seeing that Car Kendrick does know our playbook. It could come in, jump right in with the guys. The guys already know him, so I think it's going to work out pretty good. If For you guys that don't know that much about Car Kendrick West, Car Kendrick West actually stepped in the second when Jamal Charles blew out his second knee. Car Kendrick West came in to play for him, and then he shared the load with Spencer Ware, which then turned into Spencer Ware getting hurt, and then Kareem Hunt stepping up, and that's when he had his rookie season last year. But we'll come back to that whole story. But Car Kendrick West is a very good run-pass option guy in the backfield. He can run. Not a big runner, but he's got speed. He can't run over people like Kareem did. But you get him up in the open, he can break free. Another thing about Car Kendrick is he is a great catcher, receiver. He's another, like I said, he's a good option for that run-pass option. I don't know much... You know, that Oakland game the other day is kind of weird to me because you'd like to look at it and say that Patrick Mahomes had a a bad game. I mean, he missed Tyreek Hill, I mean, deep for five touchdowns easy. I mean, and then a couple more passes later on. He threw more than he usually throws, but he did not throw as many touchdowns as he usually throws. Just a couple of them should have been picked off, but they were right through the hands. But I think a lot of that came from him uh, being so used to Kareem being back behind him because that's important when you run a run-pass offense. You know, you got to have that back because if you don't have your receivers downfield, you can always hand off to that back, and that's the way we play. So I think a lot of that was a problem missing Kareem. I think Patrick felt a little, a little different back there, but it's okay. I think they will uh, – do better this week against the Ravens and then jump back into it on Thursday. Got that Chargers game. If we beat the Chargers, we'll clinch the division. So that's that's something to look forward to. I mean, we're already talking about that later on this early in the season. I mean, so that's pretty good, you know. Another huge story for you guys. Another huge story. Colt McCoy last night. I don't know if you guys tuned in and saw the uh, Washington Redskins versus the Philadelphia Eagles game. The Philadelphia Eagles did win that game. But let's take you to this top story. In the first quarter, if you guys watch that game, if you guys watch that game, you saw uh, Colt McCoy go down. Well, it's just this ugly and ugly hit to the lower part of his body, to his legs. Broke his tibula. That's right. He broke his freaking tibula on this in the same quarter that Alex Smith did two weeks ago. So now you have Colt McCoy, your first string quarterback. Well, actually, your backup, who is in for Alex Smith, who also has a broke, broken tibula. Then Colt McCoy goes down. So now they bring in Mark Sanchez. So now this is going to get pretty interesting down there in Washington because – for you that don't know sports or a lot about sports, you're only allowed to have three quarterbacks on the roster. Now they're on their second. So if anything happens to Mark Sanchez, it's going to be pretty interesting to see who's going to be able to step in and play quarterback. 
And for you guys that know the Theisman broken leg, if you guys remember way back in the day, which a lot of you probably don't, Joe Theismann broke his leg. He was a star for the Redskins. Since then, you've had RG3 go down, and he hasn't played since then. I mean, he's been sitting on a bench, never been the same when he came back. A lot of these players, when they get something like that, the only quarterback that I've ever seen injure, have a leg injury and come back fully from it and still be in top form is Tom Brady. If you guys remember that game where the Kansas City Chiefs played uh, the New England Patriots in Arrowhead about, I'm going to venture to say about nine years ago, when we got through the line and we broke um, – Tom Brady's leg, that was the year that Matt Castle stepped up and they only lost two games. And then by the end of the season, uh, Tom Brady stepped back in, went to the Super Bowl. And that's the next year after that. You guys know how that played out. The Chiefs ended up getting Matt Castle. And you guys know how that story was written. But it's just huge. I mean, I can't believe so many players, this is what happens when you you, and you can't lower that head, man. And so get used to seeing all these leg injuries. It It's not going to stop. It's only going to get worse. And then they're going to have to change that rule. If you guys have been watching this year, a lot of people are starting to uh, – jump over they're starting to go high they're starting to go low and these players just jump over them it's it's becoming a natural instinct because they know that these defenders have to go low i mean that's just the way the nfl's wrote these new rules and they want to see high scoring games and they want to keep players safe with head injuries but we're seeing tons and tons of leg injuries and ankle injuries anything lower body we're seeing a lot of and i think it's only going to get worse so moving on now, we're going to go on to the Steelers versus San Diego. The Steelers dropped another one to the AFC West. They have now be, been beaten by the Denver Broncos, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chargers. They play Oakland this week. Should be an easy game. I'm going to tell you guys right now, you probably hear it. I looked at the schedule last night for the Steelers. I think they got the Saints left. They got a couple of teams, uh, the Patriots. I'm saying it right now. You're hearing it first. The Steelers will drop three of the next four, and they will miss the playoffs. They, I think they got the Bengals in there, too. Uh, that's Bengals, Saints, Patriots, and Oakland next week. So they'll lose three out of those next four, and I don't see them making the playoffs. I think it's too little, too late for Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. They've been a little sluggish this year. If you've watched Ben Roethlisberger at all, you'll notice he's not the same. Kind of when you watch the Patriots, when I've been watching the Patriots lately, I feel like they're one of the slowest teams in the NFL. I mean, when they're getting down, and I mean, they're just so old. And you can see it in the age. You can see that Tom Brady is not the same Tom Brady. You can see that Ben Roethlisberger isn't Ben Roethlisberger. You know, let's go to that Giants, um, the Giants-Bears uh, uh, game. When you take a look at that, they had a flea flicker in that game. Odell Beckham Jr. throws a 40-yard pass on a flea flicker. That's two touchdown passes for Odell Beckham Jr. this year with a total of 80 yards. And let me say, Odell Beckham Jr. has the longest pass on his team. That's right. Eli Manning doesn't even have two 40-yard passes, which is crazy. So any of you guys need a quarterback, go check out OBJ. I mean, I think he's uh, showing you all a little something. But back to the Steelers, I, just, I think they will drop three of the next four that's what I see happening, and I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but I don't see them winning more than two games at least, so it's going to come down. If you took a look at the uh, um, Texans, huge win. 
So now they're putting the pressure, and with that win with San Diego over Denver, they're now sitting at nine and three with the Chiefs at ten and two. So the Chiefs, what started as a blowout year, I mean, you look at it and you thought, okay, they're going to run away with it. They've tightened up. This AFC has tightened up, especially the West. Like, so Chiefs got to go play good, and we got the Ravens coming up. And then, like I said, Thursday we'll play the Chargers. Those two games will be interesting. And then we get to move on to the Seattle Seahawks. And then the last game we'll play Oakland again. The good news about our games is three out of the next four are all home games. So we got, we're playing at home against Oakland. We're away against Seattle, and we're playing home against – this week against the Ravens and next Thursday against the Chargers. So that's good. We're in Arrowhead. So you guys need to go out there and make some noise. We got to make some noise. On to my top story when it comes to the sports. You know, I've been, I've been quiet. I've been looking. I've been quiet. I've been looking. I've been reading. I've been quiet. Let me tell you, I think I've came to the point where I'm going to say this. Some of you may not like it, but I believe that the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid and Clark Hunt and them, did an excellent job letting Kareem Hunt go. You know, at first when I saw this story, I'm like, okay, let's see the girl. She called him the N-word, this. I was feeling for him. But now, you know, now you have the story where at the Mosiac here in Kansas City where he put a guy in coma, kicked the, did the same thing, kicked him when he was down, put the guy, broke his ribs, broke his nose, put him in the hospital. The Chiefs, they had Atkins earlier this year. They let him go after the situation. I was having a conversation last night with uh, my father-in-law, and I, he said, you know, if that would have happened to Mahomes, I think they would have kept it under the rug. See, I think they did keep this under the rug. I really do. And then the video came out, and ever since his videos came out, it's just been snowballing for Kareem. And I, I, I was vouching for him hard. I said that he would play again in this. But now it's starting to look like, you know, it's going to be questionable. I mean, it's looking like this guy has an anger problem. And another thing I noticed, it, and once reading the story and all that, these are his friends getting him in trouble now. Keep you in mind, Kareem Hunt was at a hotel. His girlfriend was there. He, he didn't need no nookie. He didn't need no nookie. But you guys know how it is. You know, the girls, the guys play that you got a friend and you want to use his name to get a little nooky nooky. And they, his friends, I mean, I'm not going to even call them friends, his associates that are using him, you know, called some underage girls over there and look what happened. I mean, this incident doesn't happen if his friends don't invite this girls over. I mean, and it's always seems like it's alcohol. All these situations, there were alcohol involved and you're just starting to see the cream hunt has a little bit of a problem with hanging out with bad people. Uh, he has a problem with alcohol and a clear issue with and, and his anger management. <laughs> you know, I mean, but, you know, that's football. And these athletes are a special kind, and, and they're, they're a whole different person on the field than they are off the field. Some of them are worse off the field than they are on the field. And it's just, you know, it begs a lot of questions. What I'm happy about, though, when this story came out, last couple days I've realized I'm so happy and thankful that there weren't other Chiefs players with Kareem Hunt that night. Just imagine if this video comes out and then you had multiple players involved with the Chiefs. So we instead of just losing one back, we lose two or three players. I mean, now let's say Kelsey 
or and Tyreek Hill. I mean, we know Tyreek Hill had a had a history in college, but he's changed himself. But I'm telling you, if Tyreek Hill was in that video and there with him, we may we may have two players cut. Travis Kelsey was if he was with him, that's three players cut. So it really makes you look at the situation and go, did the Chiefs players know this in the locker room? Did, was, Kareem, was Kareem Hunt the player that no other players hung out with because they knew he was trouble and they said, hey, you know, we're going to stay away from this one? That's the questions that I have. Like I said, I was vouching for him and riding with him hard, and I thought, but it's, it's just snowballing, and, and it's, it's sick. You'd think after the Ray Rice incident – now, these players would change, you know, and, and another thing that I have, a, I have a huge problem with this. Ben Roethlisberger, Ray Lewis, Ezekiel Elliott, these people did way worse things and they're, they're the face of a franchise. I mean, you had Ben Roethlisberger who raped someone. You had Ray Lewis, who still works for ESPN and was and won a Super Bowl after he was allegedly involved with a uh, double murder. You know, I mean, what's worse? You know, once again, Ezekiel Elliott beats his pregnant girlfriend, wife, whatever she was. You know, Adrian Peterson, child abuse. I mean, these are all people that are still in the league. So, so you start asking the questions: What has the NFL done? Who's learned these and what's gonna what is gonna happen to move forward? Because right now it's looking like the NFL is just a bunch of felons. So so now you're I mean, you're in the position now where you're looking at other situations like I just mentioned, and you're saying, okay, what's worse? What's it? And it, it seems like there's no balance. The NFL doesn't know. I mean, Goodell sucks. He's ruined football, he's changed the rules, and and obviously these people don't take him serious because the crimes are only getting worse and, and this and that. And then we're getting to the point where we're asking why these people are in the NFL, but these people aren't. I mean, Kareem Hunt's not as bad as rape, not as bad as double murder. Bad. He shouldn't have kicked her when he's down. I'm not condoning it. But we've all been in situations before. It doesn't have to be that kind of situation. But I don't care. Everybody listening has done something stupid, period, point blank. The good book says... Those who, the, who cast the first stone, right? So, I mean, everybody has done something stupid. Quit, you don't have to say, oh, I've never hit a woman or this. You've done something stupid. And that's, that's Kareem Hunt. So I'm not asking you to compare your situation. But don't think you, because you didn't touch a girl that you didn't do something stupid and that you regret. And, and that could be put up there with it if you were somebody in that, you know, that I. Because you... Obviously, we don't have anything to lose, so we can do pretty much whatever we want. He had a career to lose, but like I said, I'm not casting stones. I've done stupid things in my life that I'm not proud of. Never touched a female, never would, but, you know, they're right up there with them, and that's just keeping it real. So that's my sports segment for today. I hope you guys enjoy it. We'll come back later this week after the Chiefs game, and if we get any more stories, I'll come to you. Thank you guys so much, and as always, like and subscribe to my YouTube page. Please share all these casts. I'm trying to build this community, and I can't do it without your guys' support. So show me some love, and I thank you guys. We're going to keep this moving, and we're going to keep building this community, and I can't do it without you guys. So have a good week, and it's all about that Chiefs kingdom, and stay good.